As usual, I am your girl, Model E, and I have Tanisha today with me. Hey. Hey. <laughs> and I have an unfamiliar voice today, which really doesn't need an introduction because you guys are going to love him, I know. Welcome, Ari. Hello, thank you now, for shall having I, me. Shall I call you Ari or what? You can call me Ari by. or Ari alone. Okay. That's well, I say Ari, so we don't yeah. say Ari. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, we got this new male birth control that's hitting the market, and I think it's going to come out real soon. A lot of people got a lot of things to say about it, <laughs> and um, men have stuff to say about it too, but it was mostly women talking about the men on it. And um, with this possibly becoming a reality soon, a lot of women say that they don't trust it. To be honest, <laughs> no, I really don't. I really don't trust it either. And the reason why I say it is because a man can't find a pair of socks or remember to take his daily vitamins. That's that's more so relying on him to take a birth control pill. Well, if he can make it to studio time and he's not late to drop that hot new freestyle, I think he can get up in the morning and take his pill before he walks out of the house and heads to that studio. Let me tell you something. People have always and will always do what they want to do, and it's just that. And I don't care what it is that they want to do. I don't care what links they have to go to to get it. I don't care how much money it costs if they really want to do it. They're going to make a way to do it. If they've got to steal, kill, beg, or borrow, <laughs> they are going to do it. So I'm telling yeah, you, if they want to take yeah. that pill, they will take it. Let them tell them that by taking this pill, you will then assume the powers of Superman. But you got to take it every day to keep those powers. Do you know how many of these men be running around here taking that pill? They wouldn't miss a dose. They'd be asking, Doctor, it's okay if I take double? <laughs> you know, I'm trying to keep these powers. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to tell you, they're trying to see through walls, and of but course, yeah. they don't use it for the wrong purpose. That's true. You know. it, it, the man will really have to want it and say, "Hey, this is what I want to do." You mm -hmm. know, I don't want to have to go out or get surgery, or maybe have my woman go out and get surgery. I'm yeah. going to take these birth control pills. Mm -hmm. They are very comfortable with the women going out and having surgery. You would not <laughs> believe how many men are just fine with women going out here having their tubes tied. I have a surgery. You did? Yes, and she didn't. She That's did. one. She hasn't got her tubes tied, and I stopped her from doing it. Glad. I'm really? so I glad to hear that. She was going to do it. I'm but so the glad. downtime for women, and everyone, she'll never introduce me, but y'all know. <laughs> Just the general this shit. This is TS. Oh, right. I run this show. I am so glad to hear that. But I stopped her from getting her tubes tied because I knew her downtime would have been a lot worse. Right. And, you know, it's, it's really not that great on your body. Right. Because us, you just drop your drawers. Like Outpatient hour. procedure. Yeah, it's Bye. Like Bye, still standing here. Yeah. Yeah. Get out. Just can't do nothing for a little while. But right. You know, yeah. Good. You're good. Can't do 
no strenuous lifting or anything like that. Right. There's no bed But if you sit down at your job. I could, could actually go back to work right after. Correct. Yeah. I took two days off and more my situation. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, the more. Ain't, ain't nothing, was, ain't nothing happened. I thought it was a happy occasion. Well, you know what? Hormonal birth control for women or men has always been a controversial topic. Mm -hmm. The hormones, the same concerns that you have as a man about it affecting your body and growing a third leg or fourth eye (laughs) is the same concerns that women have always had. But I do feel like men have... Um, just throughout our culture and mm-hmm. you know birth control has been here for a very long time yeah. and male birth control has been at research for at least 60 years now right but men are more adamant about not having something versus the male um, dominated medical community and the way our culture was years ago pushing this on women yeah. and making women believe that this is a women's issue because you have some people where even when it comes to just mainly protecting yourself you have men that feel like when they go to a woman's house she should have lube and she should have condoms yeah, if they're about to get down. And it's like, you're the man. Can you handle the condom part? Mm-hmm. I mean, the lube part, I can see you having in the house. Everybody can have some lube. But for these men, you have a lot of men that feel like, you know, do you you know, you know, got what you need. And it's more or less like, well, you just want to show up and put on a performance. Yeah. How is that fair? You ain't bring the microphone. You're not like, prepared. Really, y'all, guys really come to y'all thinking y'all should have a condom? That's an issue. All right, y'all, let me think back. <laughs> it's, been a while. it's been a while, yeah. It's true. I, 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 I personally never had the one company saying that, you know, looking for me to have the condom. For real? No. Okay. No, they always have. The guys yeah. always have. The guys are. Yeah. Well, I, I, mean, I, I may have. I'm telling you. Yeah, you, yeah, you can't be lazy and still want some. I'm trying to see the deal. I'm having these three types of rubbers in my body. I'm telling you. I Are you allergic to latex? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's always the allergic to latex. It's always the latex. I got right. Like it's always something. I can't be using that latex. Okay, here is polyurethane. <laughs> yup. Here is lambskin. Which one would you like? Right. Which one is good for you? Because we're not going to go wrong. I just got, well, we could. I just got a severe allergy. Let me just take your test. Let me see you working with. <laughs> really. Well, Ari, but yeah, but like you were saying, how, you know, this right here been going on for many years. It as has. You know, they look for the women to do this. Right. It was, this was one of the guys said, he said, even though this is something that's been going on for decades, you know, especially the contraceptive for women. Right. He don't think it's a good idea for him because it's not something that's been around, so he's unsure of it. Oh, don't you think women felt that way? <laughs> it's been one big science experiment. Trust me and believe me, it's one big old science experiment. Okay? They didn't know 
how women would live through a lifetime of being on birth control. And to be honest with you, you modern day women are still some of the only women to have lived almost your entire lives on birth control. You gotta remember women like your grandmothers and stuff like that, they didn't have birth control. They won't take birth control because of the prevailing attitudes that they should be abstinent, they should be married. They adhere to those social codes that our society had placed on them. So those women do not count, even though they were the first ones to be exposed to birth control pills in the early forms that definitely uh, weren't, I guess we call safe, but even the modern day forms aren't safe. You have nouveau rings that are slipping. You have IUDs that are going through people's arms and into their arteries, into their hearts. This is very dangerous when we're talking about even getting, the thought of an IUD sounds nice. You know, you're thinking, gosh, this is gonna be so quick. It's not hormonal. You know, it's not gonna mess with the equilibrium of my, my body. But then when you got the thing slipping and tearing things inside, you know, it's just, it's a lot of things that it, it affects your periods. Let me tell you one thing, you are supposed to have a period. Now I know it feels wonderful that when you take your birth control and got one period a year, but when you come off that birth control, it is, it is a nightmare when you come off that birth control and you got a period for five months. You spotting and bleeding for three and four months. That is not natural. That is not fun to be wearing a pad. And pads can be expensive. Look, trust me, I know. I know we may getting off a little bit about the male birth control, but no, this is on, all tied into it. But speaking it. on the birth control thing, right. like I've been on birth controls ever since I was in high school. Wow. And up until I say about four years ago, I tried to get off. And my woman inside, my flows and stuff wasn't right. Right. I was off track because my body was dependent upon those pills. Right. So what I had to do, I had to go back on them. And I didn't went on them because I was trying to prevent pregnancy. I was just trying to get my body in order. Right. It's the <laughs> same it's, way if you have sucks. anything performing, if you have any type of chemical, any type of device mm-hmm. now performing essential body functions, the body, the human body is incredibly intelligent at adapting to any condition that it's put under That's almost true. and it what it will do is it will start to think okay well this must be a part of us yeah. now so mm-hmm. we're just gonna let this handle it it's mm-hmm. just like people that get obsessive about taking enemas and things like that if you always use an enema oh, to use yeah. the bathroom Ooh, yeah. <laughs> your your body will yeah, stop having bowel enough. movements on its own it will think well yeah. we have to have this thing to come mm-hmm. in here and get us right and you don't want that. I do feel like with birth control, it has largely been one giant experiment. Mm-hmm. There are so many forms. You have women that have been, you know, getting the birth, the uh, depot shots, and then you're um, causing you to get larger, true. causing yeah, your yeah. body to react in a way to, I saw you, made a lot you know. My ex, my ex wife, she was on a shot. She never got big. Mm-hmm. Never. She was small as Erica. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole time. So you have a type, is what you're telling she, us. She, she, oh, I definitely have a type. She was one of the lucky ones. Yeah, one of the. I think it's also genetics. I, I mean, yeah. girls I, yeah, I think it's more genetic. I think it's a genetic thing. You know, we talk about body types, and everybody's born with only a certain number of fat cells. If you don't have that that number of fat cells, you can still be unhealthy, but you're never going to be as big as somebody that was born with a certain number of fat cells. You're not going to have that issue of retaining weight. But I do believe that. Depo and other hormonal forms mm-hmm. of birth control cause you to have an insatiable appetite yeah. when it comes to food. It could be chocolate. You can mm-hmm. have cravings. Just like when you get on your period, you may crave a certain mm-hmm. food, a chocolate exactly. or something like that. 
these birth controls can uh, enhance that and increase mm-hmm. those feelings, mm-hmm. you know, those cravings, that appetite. And we have to understand that appetite is mental. Hunger is physical. Mm-hmm. So your body doesn't care if it was mm-hmm. oodles and noodles, That's if it was grass. <laughs> yep. Just give me something. You just want to eat. Yeah. Your appetite is what tells yeah. you I'm not satisfied. I had them noodles, mm-hmm. but I really would like a steak dinner. Exactly. That's a mental thing. <laughs> and at my age, I'm just finding out that it's like two different types of like birth controls. Like, you know, you got some with the hormones and you got some without the hormones. Right. I got the ones without the hormones. <laughs> and I was having a little bit of issue like with my blood pressure. That was something that wouldn't elevate my blood pressure. Mm-hmm. I'm just now learning that. Right. I'm like, wow, you know, I'm right. taking these things for years right. and didn't know exactly what was going on. All I know is I'm, I was asked to be put on a lower dosage. Right. Didn't know exactly. But what. this is also speaking to the societal pressures that we have put mm-hmm. on women for such a long time in our nation and just all over the world in general mm-hmm. because you didn't even know there were different. These, there was hormonal and non-hormonal birth control, and you've been on this almost 20 years of your life. You've been putting these pills into your body, and without a second thought, because as a young woman, you're told, this is what you need to do to prevent yourself from becoming pregnant. You need to protect yourself out here. You can't, you can't depend on someone else to protect you, especially not a man, and, he and he's just nope. trying to get himself. Nope. You can't. better take care of yourself. That's up to you. Because Per our society, you're going to get blamed for it. You're mm-hmm. going to get blamed for it. Because the first thing that comes to most people's minds is, well, you women need to choose better mates. Y'all need to watch who y'all laying down with. You need to pick a better baby daddy. You need to stop messing with these no good men. But nope, I never hear anybody say, wow, there's a growing population of no good men. We should probably do something about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, y'all know that they did uh, uh, a month trial, a one month trial with 83 men for these birth control pills. Mm-hmm. And the one a day pill, it lowered their hormone levels without the testosterone deficiency or having excess of it. Oh, that's wonderful. It, yeah, so they did that's a one month study on it. I would think yeah. 60 years into the future they'd have figured that part out. <laughs> so good, I'm glad. Took 60 years, but I'm glad. I do think that, I do think that. While having grown men on birth control, like last time they were talking about getting a shot uh, in your scrotum, it would just be a simple I shot every month. And you had so many men that just had an entire. Who See, there you go, right there. There it is. There it is. There it is. Well, you have women out here getting birth control shots in the ass. Look, my man. You got balls. You know that shit hurt when you get thumped in it. Just lightly flicked. They are really sensitive. If someone lick it too they hard, are really hurt. Sensitive. <laughs> they are really sensitive. They are really sensitive. This isn't a shit. They so get you know a needle? <laughs> Look, you know how hard it was I sat on that slab <laughs> for them to do this for a second? that hard table. That hard table. You looking around. It was hot. And then they got you watching the TV up right. there. But then all of a sudden you can see the reflection of some man flapping your shit around. Right. And he done, and he dumped it. He done use the, you, they don't use, um, they use needleless like, like anesthesia. Yeah. So right. So anesthesia is dumped into your stuff. This motherfucker was dumping. Right. So that shit. Hold it on like this. And then he got the nervous said, that's a big skin. <laughs> I'm black. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Hello? Hello, sir. Hello. 
You know what, Sean? After this experience, this makes you an honorary woman. Welcome to the world of having a pap smear. This is what it's like to have a pap smear. You get put on some table. Somebody jerks your legs wide open. Puts that thing in you that splits it. And it's just like, I'm just going to come here and probe and see what's going on. Now I'm going to scrape your wall. This is the one time I'm going to be religious. The Lord gave y'all that shit. Give me that. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that. Yeah. I had to lay on no table. <laughs> that shit is dangerous. It's scary. I do think that it's good that they have figured out how to not impact the testosterone levels because as Sean said earlier on the yes, show, that right. is something that's very important to them because there's there are a lot of things in our food supply that's increasing estrogen yeah, intakes yes. and affecting mm-hmm. your hormone. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for any fat in any way is very close friends with estrogen. Fat and estrogen are like peanut butter and jelly. So that's why women already naturally carry a larger fat percentage than men because y'all know that estrogen is your main uh, hormone in your body. So that's why you carry, you know, for for a woman, you know, 30% fat is not necessarily a bad thing. As for a man, that's a bad thing because, you know, we're not supposed to carry that much, you know? Mm -hmm. But the more, the larger a man gets, this would um, explain certain appearances of certain large men having softer faces, having, you know, because as you get bigger, you carry more estrogen. Yeah. You know, your body gets used to that type of environment of having more estrogen. So they start to look softer. They start, you know, certain features versus you having men that are thinner that have high testosterone levels that whose features appear to be like, you know, more hardened mm-hmm. and things like that. So. so now this is like the question. Should men really take these birth control pills? Yes, they should. They sure should. Well, well, the thing is this. A lot of grown men are weighing in on it now, but they don't know what it's like to be a child and to be just Mm -hmm. told you need to do this. Women, y'all women know what it's like to be 16 years old and your mama takes you to the gynecologist and says, here, let's go get checked out. Yeah, we can start your birth control. Want to be grandma, and she knew her. She knew her children. It don't matter. Still gonna end up raising the kids. Still gonna end up raising the kids. You better go down in that clinic, girl. Right. Get you some birth control. Right. So (laughs) her mama knew she was fast. Right. Her mama knew she was fast. First of all, first of all, okay. First of all, come on. It was my stepmom that I was living with. Right. She had something against you. I was an angel. Yeah. I was not taken to the doctor and put on any type of pill. So, so that's how you I mean, it's I'm a wonderful thing control. because so it is a big control? decision. That's why you got it's a very <laughs> big surprise. <laughs> so I was going to ask you, did you ever use it? So you did. I've never been on any type of birth control. Okay. Yes. Right. Right. Don't be a slave to the rhythm. Oh, <laughs> hey, Eric, well, good Every day, I feel over there popping them like Well, you know what? But you know what, though? Birth control does so many more things than just regulate birth. And this is what brings on the conversation of these so-called pro-lifers that surprisingly don't want you to have an abortion, but somehow don't want the kid that you don't want. So there's that. (laughs) They're not okay with them staying in their home, but you better keep that thing. So, you know, when it comes to pro-lifers and people that claim that birth control are whore pills, so you can go out and be a whore, they're not realizing, you know, it's a very unscientific, it's a very ignorant, it's a very uninformed opinion. Birth control has so many uses for women, for women's health in general. Mm -hmm. And if you are not a certified 
health professional, you're not a gynecologist, you're not a primary care or family practicing physician, internal medicine, you need to probably just relax, sit back and take a seat. I'm, I'm telling you because they are so adamant. Oh, these are just your whore pills. And I'm just kind of like, really? And when you did the scientific study on that, uh-huh. that's the conclusion that you came to. I'm going to need to see your degree right now. Well, for either, you know, either pill for men or women, men uh-huh. or women, they just need to be educated. They yeah. just need to ask questions. Correct. And that's Kids don't ask that question. Correct. They just know that it's going to prevent them from having kids or right. whatever they're trying to use it for. You mm-hmm. know, so and the parents are in control. Or you yeah. drag your daughter down there, at sixteen years old. Here's your first gynecologist appointment. Let's get you checked out, darling. Make sure you're not having no yeast infections and things. You know, y'all have to be educated about having yeast infections and UTIs early on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And whereas young men are not, you know, taken yeah, to they're not very, they're yeah. they're they should not, because they should because they could get yeast infections and stuff mm-hmm. like that too. But this is like what women. stops, you know. There was a billboard that used to be up in Raleigh that said, "This year, over a hundred thousand men will die due to stubbornness." This is mm-hmm. the reason why men do not go to the doctor. Women go to the doctor and live longer, not because. You know, the Lord is in their favor. But, you know, besides that, I feel like women are living longer because women get checked out sooner. So they are not afraid of going to a doctor whether they didn't want to go or not because they, it's already been so ingrained in you since you were a young girl. We, oh, we're going to the gynecologist. Oh, we going here, we're going there. Whereas men, you can go your whole life without ever having to go to the doctor. And the problem is that do not... Especially Unless people out there that are raising young men. Yeah. Right. And it's not until it's something not is really wrong with wow. men that they're like, I need to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And especially for black men, when we have things like prostate cancer that literally ravage us. Mm-hmm. Prostate cancer just kills us, black, black men. Black men, we should be really damn near getting your prostate exam at 35. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. I'm 37, so I'm a little late, and I'm actually probably going to do it. You got to, you got to, better better late than never. And I'll tell you one thing, I feel like those of y'all that are raising sons and, you know, you have male children, you know, in your midst, you know, as they get older, you should start making sure they go to the doctor regularly. Get them into that habit of making sure that they're going to the doctor. Right. Shit, our doctor, our kid's pediatrician, they, shit, Sean, pull his pants right down, let him. Right. 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 Let them. You know what? Because you know what happens to people. You have a lump here. Oh God! I got the cancer. Oh God! I thought that was some fat, dog. No, ma'am. The fat ain't hard. That is soft. It's got yeah. to move. Yeah, this, this, this thing right here. You know oh how it God. is? You know how people are when they get something yeah. like, I can't believe I'm sick. And it's just like, what did you think was going to happen <laughs> if you never went to the doctor? <laughs> the cancer, though, though. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, with that being said, us women, we go to the doctor, you know, because we have to go to the doctor and make appointments in order to get these pills. It's ingrained in y'all to go to the doctor. Um, but then turn around, men does this. They're going to have to do the same thing. They're, have to go to the they're going to have to make that an appointment. They need to. Yeah. They'll stop somebody from burning. So it's like, who, who's going to make these appointments? So Are they going right? to make these appointments? <laughs> yeah. No, because they're not going to go. I'm telling you this right here. This speaks to a larger problem. Your concerns and what you're addressing <laughs> speaks to an overall large problem in our society of men not being well. Um, introduced to adulting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I said this as a black man. As a black man, I can only speak as a black man. 
we are not. A lot of us were raised by mothers. A lot of us. A lot of us were raised by women. So women, they go all the time. But they don't know. I don't, I don't feel like I feel like a lot of single mothers don't know that their sons should also go too, mm-hmm. outside of their regular checkup. You know, right. regular. I need to get shots to go to school, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Because like I said, my mother, I don't think she knew. You know what I mean? Being that we didn't have, our father wasn't around. So our father, and then he a black man, so I'm pretty sure, and knowing all his health issues, his ass ain't been unless he's about to have died because you talk, you man, man, deal with that shit. Why? Like, you know, you only go to the doctor when you're sick. Also, we don't have a, you know, open hole in our body, you know, like that. So. (laughs) That you know has a lot of stuff that you have to keep up, yeah. keep. so we're not taught. So you figuring. So as we get older, I feel like this generation, like you know, mm-hmm. my our, my generation, we know, like, all right, shit, you got sons, yo, bro, let me mm-hmm. introduce you to your doctor. Right. So that's because there's a lot more men in the yeah, families now. There's a lot more men now. They still keeping that same old ideologies. Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of more, but a lot of them, like myself, I'm. Erica tell you, I'm always, hey, they coughing funny, set it up. That's why we got insurance. I don't right. want right here. Your right. nose too snotty, right. set it up. Right. Just go on over there and let them go I'm find trying out to tell you. On. Otherwise, 20 years from now, I got the cancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. But you know what? The pediatrician, you know, they set up, like, at certain ages to where they're supposed, when they're supposed to go to the, right. to the doctor. So, I know when Anthony was seven... <clears throat> they were saying the next time he didn't have to go was mm-hmm. 11. Right. So that's four whole years yeah. where they don't need to see the uh-huh. doctor unless they're sick. So really, you know, parents are listening to the pediatrician. Yeah, so. what they're saying. Especially this age. because That's look, true. I don't remember seeing another damn They have this big <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did. I I'm went. from the yeah. city. from oh, Detroit. Got- little poor. <laughs> I don't remember no people. I went. I went to the doctor all the time. I had dentist appointments. And if I was sick, I, I went to the doctor. I've had I've had a few light surgical procedures and all that type of stuff. You know, I my mother and father been married over 30 years. And... You know, but see, but that's that that's that home front. You know what I mean? Your home front taught you that you need to go. Yeah, my daddy will tell me. My daddy's one of those. He's a man's man, but he will say in a minute, "You need to go to the doctor." Yeah. What's what's going on? You got no insurance? Oh, we need to get you some insurance inside. What's going on? Like he still know what to do. He like okay, so who we need to call? What kind of doctor is that? But my daddy is still the same man that a couple weeks ago he bruised his finger. Um, he. Um, you know when you bruise your nail you get like a blood clot on your yeah. nail your nail starts turning black yeah. uh-huh. this man took a drill and just drilled a small hole nail drained it off I said yeah. daddy uh-huh. you could have got game green or something daddy what are you doing <laughs> it's he told me no son I ain't paying nobody no damn $50 copay just to drain it off all they was gonna do was just they was gonna put a nail or something they was gonna drain it off I said daddy was not gonna put a nail in it they have medical equipment for this Oh, it's all right. I just put that in there and I just drained it off. It's, oh, it's doing fine. Yeah. That's so crazy. Oh, in a couple of days. All right, sweet. Daddy. Good. Whatever you day. say, Daddy. You know. Clear. Even though he probably knew what he was doing, yeah. but had you scared as hell, though. Well, you know, he that. he came from that generation of yeah. men that yeah. were definitely like, ain't going no damn yeah. doctor, but yeah. kept health insurance for some strange reason. That's what I told him. I told him from playing yeah. basketball, sports. He got injured sports. Yeah, and the total there was black. I fuck with the fuck with it, peel the whole toenail off. Oh my God. <laughs> and the toenail came back. It's been groovy ever since. So, a black man that actually tried to take care of his feet. Come on, Jesus. Oh, yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, I don't play about my feet. No. Come on now, Lord. No, nah, I don't play about my feet. 
You got some of these people out here ain't never been a longshoreman, ain't ain't never been a construction man, never been a landscaper, and somehow you over here obsessing about the shoes on your feet, your Air Forces, your Jordans. Take off your socks and the feet look like you've been kicking cinnamon blocks. I want to know how did this happen to you? y'all on another sect for for gay men and on Instagram there are pages devoted to foot worship now straight people have people that love feet you know but normally it's women's feet it's not normally a woman saying oh I love men with nice feet because I like to suck on toes it could be there are women out there like you and ain't nothing wrong with it now but but there are a lot of uh it's a lot more of a male thing to yeah, like feet yeah. the way that they do. It so, it, so it doesn't. So men don't distinguish whether you know when it comes to them liking women or it comes to them liking men. They like you know foot worship is just a yeah. thing. So you have entire pages devoted to foot worship. And that man that we saw with his feet on the steering wheel, there are men out there, especially. Um, and and this is a and not to blanket judge anyone, but there are a lot of. Uh, uh, older men of different races, like white men, stuff like that, that love uh, the thug black men. Of course, and yeah. they love the way they love the hard. They love the thug look. They love the unkempt. Yeah, you know, because when you're a thug, you know your braids kind of fuzzy. You know, mm-hmm. you got them long nails that you know we don't know why you use those long nails, but you got them. And then, <laughs> yeah, but you know, <laughs> but you know, um, but when. In that package comes yeah. the untaken care of feet. They love mm-hmm. the unpolished. They feel like it's more masculine. So you have a lot of men that. When it comes to foot worship, they like to see those men with those rough feet. So, For real? yeah, wow. if you saw if you saw where it was blacked out on the Instagram tag of that video, it was it said something foot lover. You can see, right. so it, it is say. a foot. So it is a gay oh, male foot worship thing. They love the men with the hard feet, the, the black toenails. Those consider those those thug that's feet. Love so that. They, they are turned on about that. Right. That's, so that's why he was. That's why he was doing it. He's yeah, likely getting he paid. When you start doing people. that and sending sending custom foot videos to people, you get paid, baby. Let me tell you something. People may not believe it, but you can escort only using your feet. It is very possible. You have women out here. That doesn't turn me on. If you ever, um, I mean, if you're not a foot person, you're not a foot person. So, but but. Typically in our community, you know, and even in yeah. you know straight community too, men like feet. They like nice women's feet, or they oh, yeah. like nice yeah. men's feet. Oh, yeah. Either way, but the point is, you can be escorting just using your feet and making a lot of money. So if you ever go into that part of Instagram where you're into a, where you start stumbling to all the foot profiles because they're out there, women and men, you start to notice that there are people out there that they just escort using their feet. They get a lot of DMs, okay? Because one of my best friends. Uh, has a foot page and you get a lot of DMs from men saying, you know, if you send me a custom video, I'll pay you this, you I'll cash app you this. They just want to see your lovely yeah. feet I believe moving. It. I believe yeah. it because yeah, stuff that it. we don't think that's appealing. Yeah. Right. But there's a a, piece, right. a nail or you know, a right. foot. It's you know what? I always tell people it's just like when you see those companies and you see those products in newspapers and on TV and you're like, don't no damn body want to buy that. Exactly. And what I tell people is, do you see they got a newspaper ad and they got a commercial? Somebody's buying it. There you go. Just exactly. when you thought there was no yeah. use for that, there is a use for that, you know? Yeah. Wow. 
All right. That was a good discussion. <laughs> yeah. That was a very good discussion. Even though it was some funny stuff that was said about Rhymes. the males and the birth control. Rhymes. You know, about how they don't trust them and men had to say about it. <laughs> I, 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 I thought it was going to be typical. The, I'm a man. I ain't taking yeah, no pill every day. Yeah. Da, 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 but I feel like They didn't say whatever. it into that matter. Uh-huh. But they were just saying how I forget to take my one a day pill. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to remember to take a birth control pill. So they're saying but, that they'll be forgetful. Yeah, they'll be forgetful. I forget to take my one a day as well. <laughs> I mean, and you I, don't I, need I, can, anyway. I can see that happening. No, I, really I can see it happening. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and one female was like, what? Trust a man to take a birth control pill? <laughs> The only way she, the only way they think a man would take their birth control pill is unless it's used to activate his PlayStation. You know, because guys like oh, their yeah. PlayStation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm hey, the last play my PlayStation. Well, they would have, well, they would have paperwork. Obviously, I mean, it's just like y'all women have paperwork. You have paperwork to prove the last time you went to the doctor, and I mean, you have paperwork to show your hormone levels, your blood tests. Because when you are on birth control and things like that, you're constantly being tested, mm-hmm. you're making sure that your kidneys are functioning well, you your liver. And that was, you, that's, see, that's my scare also yeah. with that. That those pills is kidney problems. It's any mm-hmm. pill. I don't care if it's something that they claim is natural for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's this is why we have issues with the vitamin and supplement industry. Because people are thinking, oh, it's all natural. No. And what I tell people is, is you see that flower they showing that they said it came from? Are you consuming the flower? No, I'm consuming the pill form. How the hell did the flower turn into a pill? Because God didn't make pills sprouting up out the ground. If you see something that looks like a pill, that's probably a bean and you need to boil that. So, what, so again, the question is, use your simple intelligence. How did it turn into a pill? And when you're seeing things, you're seeing things that are all natural, organic. Understand these are blanket statements that the government and all of us have a very big issue with because there are no regulations to define what natural really means, what organic really means. What we need to understand about something being organic is organic literally means something that is a living being. Plants are a living being. We are li- this is that's the extent of organic. Organic matter just means something that lived something that will is most likely biodegradable because yeah. it was like that you know as we go back into the earth so the trees the plants the flowers the leaves whatever so you got somebody putting this is organic of course it's organic it's food yeah. i would hope and then you have people saying natural of course it's natural it's quite natural for food to come up out of the ground yes and, it is and natural time somebody says something natural people jump on it right know, not educate yourself looking hey and they okay say, where did it come from this is all a money grab and i'll tell you that all the time yeah. this is a money grab yeah. right especially in this era we live in the yeah. gluten-free yeah. era yeah, <laughs> yeah everything is this i've you know, never that really that seen gluten-free vegan, on vegan stuff. world we live in you now don't see it? I've never really, in the past I have. Oh, yeah. Not that, well, it's a marketing public. gimmick like oh, yeah. organic and natural are. I've just seen Remember it. everybody when we went through that green tea phase? Green oh, yeah. tea hair conditioner. And, and green tea is actually not good for you like that. Look, not a lot of it. Green tea car seats. These will absorb and <laughs> yeah. detoxify all the negative energy on your way to work every morning. They just gonna suck them negative thoughts out of you. You just sit there and it warms it up. And it's it's just money. Money, yeah. money, yeah. money. It's green tea money. credit score yeah. improvement. I'm telling you, your credit score is going up as soon as you start this. That is green tea. It was, and then it was, and then we had went through that olive oil phase, olive oil blue magic. Yes. You know, olive oil skin moisturizer, mm-hmm. olive oil eye drops. I'm trying to tell you, when that olive oil get in your eyes, you ain't never had nutrition oh till it start nourishing your eyes. 
You know, it's always something. And I feel like people, it's people's habits because people are always, the one thing about people, whether it was 2,000 years ago, whether it was now, people are always looking to get something for nothing. Mm -hmm. Now, when you really have to, you know, it's like when you really have to work Mm -hmm. on your body, you do have to go to the gym. You know, and not the gym per se physically, but mm-hmm. you mean you can work it out outside, you can be running. The point is you do mm-hmm. have to work on your you body. Have to work. You, you do have, have to put in the work. Mm-hmm. But people in their never ending quest to get something for nothing and I always believe in they done found the holy grail are will not will not stop at any length. Exactly. To think that they have found something that's really gonna put them on faster than everybody else, you know. And you think, well, I'm taking these pills, you know, this body gonna be yanking in the next couple of months. And all y'all gonna Boy, be jealous of me. Yanking. It's gonna be yanking, okay? girl. They're gonna Bye. they're gonna be mad at me when they see me because I'm taking these hydroxy cut pills oh and when it God. cuts the oh, fat off good. of me, you Don't girls not gonna be I able know, to take man. me. Don't take them. I take, and then, I, I take, they work. They do work, do but it's still bad on your kidneys. Okay, but did you oh, see how they had to take it off the market for yeah, a while because people yeah, were having kidney failure? Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, if the Lord hey, wanted me, you I to have that doc- weight loss. I, I went to the doctor about it. And, he, and I was like, man, my, my kidney's like, and I told him all the suckers, he said, there let me tell you something the fda and i believe if i you know anybody can research this but i believe it was only about four years ago and it was the first one in 18 years the first weight loss pill that the fda had ever approved they do not approve weight loss supplements the issue in america is that our FDA does not regulate cosmetics. They did announce a plan a few years ago that they were going to start regulating cosmetics. But in other developed nations, they're equivalent to our FDA. That equivalent agency in other parts of the world controls cosmetics. Anything that goes on a human body, anything that goes in a human body, they regulate. So in Europe currently, there's about 127 different things you cannot use in personal care products. And this is why people generally believe European perfumes, colognes, and body creams are things to be better and to be more high quality mm-hmm. than American because they, they're uh, the EU, um, the EU Commission does not allow them to use certain things. Whereas in America, there's only about three. Yeah. So in America, this is why. But well, this America is all about money. Yeah, they don't care about, about you. Well, you they know what? Kill you, it's the American more, dream. Make more yeah. money off you. It doesn't matter. It's the American dream that you can go on. Order you 10 pounds of shea butter, 5 pounds of sea buckthorn oil, 4 pounds of unrefined olive oil, 2 pounds of unrefined um, black seed oil, combine them into a cream, start selling them on your website, and tell everybody this is a black owned business, you need to support your sister, this (laughs) is Ankh Naturals products, you know. And for people to say, people to trust it and just say, oh, I love Shea Butter. Oh, and it's got them other oils in it. I can't, you know, I don't know what that is, but I know it's good because it came from the motherland. You know, and you're thinking to yourself that the American attitude towards it is to not really question it. Oh, I I love Shea Butter. But you're not knowing how this is produced. Did anybody wash their hands? Was this in an approved facility that the health department inspects? You know, did this touch anything else? I have a nut allergy. So obviously you yeah, probably you wouldn't be putting on shea butter because it comes from a nut. But even <laughs> if you could put it on, was the person eating eating their uh, Spanish peanuts with the extra salt on them and then started preparing <laughs> oh, and mixing up? You do not know if that is the case. And people think that it's harmless, that something as simple as a nut allergy, if you touching something that somebody touched when they were eating, had shoes or something that could start you to have an allergic reaction, hives, and things that it's very serious. So. 
we in America do not second guess these things. We don't question these things when people open stores and say, I'm making my own natural supplements. I go out and get these herbs out of the woods, baby. I boil them. American attitudes are, you know, American people say, oh my gosh, it's so natural. And girl, get this girl. She goes out. She 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 tackles the plant. So you got to tackle it from the left. You know, you got to surprise you that gotta shit. You got to hold it down a certain way. Yeah, to get, you know, to get the healing components to come out of the other oh, end. And see, she puts it in a container. How do you know that container is not an old bucket that used to be used by painters? It's got paint spatters exactly. all over it. Oh, that don't never come off in it. How you know it don't come off in it? And I'm over here ingesting silver radiator paint. I mean, you just... <laughs> I just, I mean, I just think that we do not question things enough. We just think things are going to be okay. Whereas in Europe and in places like that, if you would approach yeah. somebody and say, I'm making this new safe natural herbal cream, they'd be like, I'm calling the police. Because <laughs> I, is this EU approved? I don't see the seal. Oh, 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 what's this? That's chemical number 46. That's not supposed to be in anything. I'm telling you, this, that's the natural form of it. And Americans are like, oh, okay, man. That's the good arsenic in lead. Oh that's God. not the bad the kind. Alright, yeah, we're having a lot of fun on this one. We're going to have to go ahead and end this show right here. And also, remember guys, you can always follow us on Instagram at EnFriendsPod. On our website at www.gwnnetwork.com. Also on my personal Instagram at Erica Jones with the Z on the end, and also on Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the end. I did, but my personal Instagram is Model E. Yeah. That's what it is. Got a lot going on. So. A lot going on. A lot, and I even cut some out. But continue to follow us, like us, subscribe, and make sure you leave those comments. And um. We're out. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>